I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, my name is Justin Hamilton and welcome to Big Squid. It's time for some chitter chatter. And today we welcome back Bride and the Shark Coverdale to discuss famous people appearing on quiz shows before they were famous. Start your week with some chitter chatter. He's back. He is one of the Quiz Masters of Australia. He even has a book called The Quiz Masters. It is Brighton Coverdale, aka The Shark, from the Chase Australia. He comes in every now and again with this segment Chitter Chatter, and this is a podcast that gives you something interesting to talk about at work, at school, wherever you are, and allows you to not have to focus on all the terrible things happening in the world. How are we this morning, Brighton? Oh, very good, Justin. Very good. Good to be here. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, last time we spoke, uh, you talked about Jack Brabham pushing his car over the finishing line to win a championship. What do you have for us this time? Well, another uh, another slightly, you know, quirky thing from uh, some years ago. Um, this one is actually game show related, though. I, I, I feel as though I, you know... This is very on brand for me to bring in a, a quirky, interesting fact about a quiz show from the past. Yes. And that is that um, uh, so Sale of the Century, which was like a massive uh, you know, show in Australia in the, the sort of 80s and 90s, the, the big quiz show. But it also existed in other countries as well, although it just didn't do quite as well. And um, one of the most famous um, people who ever appeared on Sale of the Century as a contestant um, was in the UK version in sort of about 1990, 91, something like that. And um, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, the introduction as, you know, the uh, the model, you know, walked the contestant out. Our next contestant is a, a record company director from London. He enjoys watching motor racing and is a keen go-kart racer. Please welcome Simon Cowell. Wow. <laughs> right. So, so, so um, the reason I'm bringing this um, to, to your listeners is that they might want to go and, and watch the footage on YouTube um, as a little bit of a diversion um, for the, from their day because I think there's about a, a sort of a 10-minute 10, 10 video on YouTube of Simon Cowell. What, he must have been maybe 30 if that, 
um, as a contestant. His first TV appearance on Sale of the Century, um, he won his first game and lost his second one. And his his total prize was um, some kitchen implements worth twenty pounds. Uh, I think there was a <laughs> I think there was a potato masher and a spatula in there, from what I could see. <laughs> yeah, great. So, so it was it was big money in those days. Um, he and I saw him interviewed on uh, J, you know, Jay Leno's show um, some years later about it, and he was like he was so embarrassed to have been on Sale of the Century. He he was claiming that it, you know he ne- he never auditioned for the show. It was just that his um, his sister in law was you know working on it, and you know a contestant didn't turn up, and so she called him up and said, "Oh, you know, do you want to come on and have a go?" And he he said yes, but. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we, we've worked in um, in in quiz shows and that sort of thing. There's always they always have a list of standby contestants in case someone doesn't turn up. Like, I don't know if I buy this idea that Simon Cow, you know, didn't actually want to go on the show. I, I think it might, might have been a little bit of um, you know uh, retconning to to try and you know um, you know Save shy some face. Away from it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I uh, don't believe that at all either. Like, yeah. if you know, working on the chase, if someone hasn't turned up, we're not quickly running to the office and saying to <laughs> Emma, hey, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to step in. That's right, ex- exactly. Um, and knowing the UK sort of quiz scene as, as I do, I mean, there would have been so many people trying to get on that show yes. that, that, that I, can't, I can't believe that, <laughs> that they just called him up and said, oh, what do you think? Anyway. It, it, it might also just lead people down a, a, a nice little um, a, a sort of a fun YouTube rabbit hole of watching other celebrities on um, game shows before they were famous. I don't know if you've seen the footage of um, Aaron Paul. When I he have. Was 20. Yep. Yes. Yep. On and The Price is Right. Now, if someone wants to feel self-conscious about their first appearance on TV... Aaron Paul. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's one of those things where I honestly can't work out if he is... Like, is he pretending for his friends to be more excited or is he genuinely that excited? I think, because the thing about The Price is Right, okay, is that they didn't really hold auditions. The crowd just turned up and yes. the producers the producers would just call up, you know, the contestants who were the most out there and looked the most excited. And I think this is just 20-year-old Aaron Paul being a good actor. And uh, you know, acting excited and um, and and getting himself onto the show. It didn't really do him any good. I don't think he won anything, but um, but it's pretty it's pretty epic to to watch. And um, there's another one. Um, Stephen Merchant was on a, a British quiz show called Blockbusters when he was oh. when he was like tw- again about twenty years old or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you can just go down this this little rabbit hole of, of celebrities on game shows before they were famous. Oh, I love it. And I have to ask you, what's the weirdest thing you've won on a game show? <laughs> the weirdest thing I've won? Uh, well, it was past the buck, um, which you know, was on for about three months, 20 years ago. No one remembers it. Um, and they had, like, it, it was less, um, how, do, how do I describe this? The prizes were quantity over quality. So right. you, you would win a lot of things but a lot of them were pretty rubbishy. And um, I, I won a, a kitschy um, pineapple clock, which was like, you know, this sort of plasticky kind of clock in the shape of a pineapple. Um, a, a ring watch, which was exactly as it's described. Uh, you wore it as a ring, but it was a what You could check the time on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, 
And uh, I mean, the other the other weird one was a range hood because, like, you know, I was again about twenty years old. I didn't know what a range hood was. I didn't own a house to own a kitchen. Like, what the bloody hell was I going to do with a range hood? <laughs> so essentially, I kept it in its box and didn't know what to do with it. And it it essentially moved houses with me, you know, about seven times over the course of the next twenty years. And we only just got rid of it about two years ago. So right, <laughs> <laughs> so. That's just a small selection of the weird stuff that I've won on game shows. Oh, mate, that is the best. Uh, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on to this. I'm going to head off and I'm going to check out that uh, that rabbit hole of famous oh, people yeah. on uh, quizzes before they were famous. <laughs> what a fantastic thing to check out. Uh, Bryden, your book, The Quizmasters, is in bookstores. You can buy it online. And, uh, you know, as I've said before, makes a perfect Christmas present for people who are listening. <laughs> Well, and if this particular segment um, was up your alley, then I think the book will definitely be up your alley because there's a lot more of this sort of stuff in there. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you very much, Bryden. Thanks, Justin. Thank you to Bryden for taking time out from the chase to join me today. If you're looking for a great Christmas present and you know people who are into the world of quizzing or just people who enjoy reading interesting stories in general, then Bryden's book, The Quizmasters, is the perfect gift. Uh, I really enjoyed reading it and uh, I worked very closely with Bryden and had a really good time kind of getting to know his background and... uh, some of the more interesting sides of the quizzing world. You have no idea what's going on out there, so you can find that in all good bookstores. I'll be back tomorrow with comedian Alex J, and this is one of my favourite irregular segments. We we seem to catch up every four to five months, and uh, what we do is we have a chat about the movies that took her by surprise on her podcast, Dude Cinema. So, as you know, uh, her and uh, her co-host, Beck Charwood, they watch movies that guys bang on about, and sometimes they watch them and they think they're a bit shit. Sometimes they watch them and they're really surprised and they really enjoy them. Uh, Sometimes they disagree. So, Alex comes on here and she doesn't tell me in the lead-up. She just has a little list and then we discuss the movies. And sometimes they're movies that I haven't even seen. But anyway, I love this segment. I love working with Alex and uh, this is another excellent podcast. So keep an ear out for that tomorrow. Also in that one, I'll give you a heads up how the rest of the year is going to play out. Uh, there will be a little break over the Christmas period and there will be some stuff on the Patreon, so keep an ear out for that. But uh, we'll we'll have a little hiatus. It's been a big year, right? I think everyone could do with a break. I'm sure you could probably do with a break from hearing my voice as well. So, you know, I'm more than happy to acquiesce and help you out with that. Anyway... Still a little bit to go this year, so I hope today you have a fantastic start to the week. And as always, thank you for your company. Until then. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.